What if it rained food? What if Earth was a cube? What if we had nine lives? What if bits could fly? It's absurd. If money grew on trees, if we didn't have knees, if we walked through life slightly magnetical, it's absurd. Absurd hypotheticals. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Absurd Hypotheticals, the show we overthink dumb questions so you don't have to. I'm your host, Marcus Lehner, and I'm joined here today by Chris Yee and Ben Storms. Say hi, guys. Hey, I'm Chris. Hey, I'm Ben. Hey, guys, we have a lightning round today. So slightly different than our normal episodes. Instead of doing one or a couple of questions and going real deep on them, we just do a bunch of questions we haven't prepped for, kind of rapid fire, one after the other, and we just have fun with it. This is the 13th one we've done. Unlucky number. Very unlucky. Ooh. We're going to screw it up. And it's Friday. Oh, it is Friday. Oh, it is Friday. Creepy. Well, not for not for when it's released, but whatever. It's fine. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, it's always Monday for them. Not everything can be spooky. Yeah, it's also like the opposite side of the calendar year. <laughs> well, like Halloween. Right. It's like Halloween's half birthday. Close to. <laughs> so we can just go ahead and dive right in with the first one, which is what if everything was black and white? No colors anymore. Yeah, we did. Um, What if the only colors were red, white, and blue, right? Yeah, that's what we did. I think that's why this is not a main question. Yes, because it would be very, very similar. <laughs> yeah. It's also like, I think that one of the reasons too is, is the, not that much changes, like that's what I'm trying to think of, what breaks? Because you can still see fairly well, like you, you could, imagine watching a black and white show, you can tell what's going on. Your vision won't be totally impaired by it being black and white. Well, there are some things that are color dependent, like streetlights, but I, I mean, you could have, you could have, you like have substitutes, yeah like a circle a triangle an x or something i don't know or just by the by their position like if the bottom one is lit i can go and if the top one is lit i will stop yeah and if it's sideways well i'll just knock that one down that's not i'll just never go if everything was black and white so like i guess are we saying are we saying that it just changes overnight or or that that's always like that it's always been like that oh let's do overnight change overnight okay so here's my question because that's what i was hoping you would say would you start dressing fancier because i feel like i would uh why i just feel like i feel like i think it's because things that are in black and white are generally either you know trying to evoke you know the 40s or something or they were made you know further back and everyone always was wearing like you know cool dope nice clothes and shit you you'd wear like a tux or a or, suit or, or, a something? Suit or something yeah get a nice hat i don't know i just feel right just me just me okay <laughs> <laughs> i just imagine you like when I envision like the you know the forties, and I know what you're imagining with like the fancy things, I'm stuck yeah. in like Steamboat Willie, Mickey Mouse land. <laughs> like, yeah. like you dress up all fancy, and then just like your leg like ju- like goes all the way towards the camera, like this right. huge step, like <laughs> bendy leg, like a cartoon. And I'm like whistling and like moving my arms back and forth, and like yeah. <laughs> See, when I think of clothes from like black and white era, I think I do think of the fancy stuff, but then. It's also like the other extreme of like super dirty, raggedy clothes. That's true. Yeah, those are your choices. So you know, you know, pick your poison, I guess. I choose dirty and raggedy. <laughs> it's more comfortable. <laughs> Does it mess with the animals? Like camouflage slash markings slash finding things via color. It would definitely mess with some, right? Snakes anyway. I was just thinking <laughs> I was just thinking about snakes. someone who deals with snakes. Yeah. Well, anything poisonous. Red touches yellow. Ah, crap. <laughs> like plants. Like that's how a lot of animals know not to eat plants, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And like I know, you know, there's like certain frogs and butterflies and stuff that color themselves brightly because they're poisonous. So I guess there would just be like a subset of animals that are just like totally getting screwed over. It'd be like <laughs> idiots. What's actually great is that with with the ones that are, you know, they are poisonous and so they make themselves brightly colored, they get screwed and their predators get screwed because they don't realize they're poisonous anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's really just a lose lose situation. Bad for everyone. <laughs> All the animals die. I don't know. Everyone died. The end. Next question. <laughs> what if you had to constantly keep moving? Like, you know, like sharks need to breathe. I never, like, I didn't know that was a, a thing that sharks needed to do until you brought it up. That is a true fact, right? I'm 99%. I don't think it's true of all sharks, but it's true of at least a subset of sharks. I'm pretty sure. I never actually looked it up to confirm. Yeah, some ships, some some ships, some sharks must swim constantly in order to keep oxygen-rich water flowing over their gills. It's only sharks, not like other fish too? Um, well, it's not all sharks. Some the, the, the snippet here on the Google notes that um, other sharks are able to pass water through the respiratory system by pumping by a pumping motion of their pharynx. So they can kind of like swallow, breathe air, uh, water, and okay. So in this case, we would have to move our body in order to breathe. Is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, most fish do need to do it. Also. Oh, well, there okay. you go. Do we need to be like walking, or can we just like spin our arms? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say it's face. Let's say it has to be like a okay. constant. You're like headbang. <laughs> yeah. You could do that. I I think that's actually a legitimate solution. Like like if the if we have to do it for the same reason that sharks do in order to breathe, like that we need fresh air constantly flowing over us. I could see I could see having a hat fan like facing towards you and just keeping that flow going that way. We have no way to suck the air in, so we just open our mouth and then walk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like the idea that the way you like sleep is basically, you know those um those like like uh centrifuges that they use to like test astronauts for their resistance to high like you know gravity you actually just sit in one of those and put it make it go real slowly around in a circle and just fall asleep <laughs> it's called a merry-go-round then and it's very fun oh that one makes a lot more sense now huh <laughs> you don't break into nasa and be like set it to slow please. well okay you wouldn't break into nasa but like like <laughs> that's just what a bed would be it would be like a spinny thing i don't know it'd be fun whatever don't merry-go-round makes more sense we'll just go around with that oh, one. Oh, it's only you i was imagining everyone everyone's, everyone's car is the race car bed everyone's bed is the race car bed everyone's car is the race car bed <laughs> is it only you or is it everyone uh oh, oh interesting hmm. it is written as only you if it, it is only you this is both more and less funny then what what job could you do also how long how long can you quote unquote hold your breath like how long can you stop for I mean, for as long as you can not breathe. Mm. So a couple minutes, like at best. What's the record for holding breath? Uh, it's, oh, it's very like long. Half an hour. It's like literally insane. No. I know Tom Cruise can do it. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys know how long you can hold your breath? Well, we could do it on this podcast live, but it's really bad content. <laughs> it's not great. You're right. I just thought about that too. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have to like have two of us do a conversation while the third one does the holding the breath. <laughs> and it would just be like here i go and then like you know two minutes later you chime back in like oop that's it i i feel like this is a really bad one of the like you do something really weird compared to other people questions in terms of like finding a job because what you do is not impressive it's in fact quite detrimental and it makes most jobs basically impossible 
Yeah, I don't think it improves anything. <laughs> I think you, I think the best is to be like a like a bike like a courier. Oh, that works too. Ferryman's actually pretty good. Like, because you're on a big thing that's going, so like while you're on the boat, you can rest, and you just have to worry about when you're in port. Are we saying that that just wind blowing across yeah, your face works too? I have the same question. Could you be I a lighthouse yes. keeper? Yeah, I just have the window open all the time. Yeah. Could you just buy a fan? I don't yeah, know. You just I feel like there's a lot a of ways to game this system. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> or go back to the very first thing we said, buy a fan. Yep, buy a fan. I mean, technically we are moving all the time. The Earth is moving. Boom. Done. Suck it. Hypothetical situation. All right, guys. Here's a, here's a big one. What if deserts were desserts? You really pushed for us to answer this question. <laughs> you desperately wanted this to be a main question. I've been pushing for this to be a main question for like infinite years. In fact, I'm not even sure if we haven't done this before as a lightning round question. I put it back on the list. <laughs> God, you to pitch it again. You might have. Yeah, I feel like we have talked about this question. I just don't know where. It might have just been off show. It might have just been off show. I know we've discussed the question many times off show as Marcus tried to convince us to do it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what up, Deserts for Desserts? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would the sand be? So I'm thinking ice cream. Like I'm my, the one that comes to my head is is mounds ice of ice cream as the. But that's not a desert. I don't know. Right. Sand like. Like I agree with you that 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 is a very appealing mental image to have like a maybe French vanilla. You know, you got a little bit of that like color to it. Yeah, there you go. That, that it has a nice it has a nice like texture too. Like it can be like a little sandy looking almost. Mm-hmm. With these nice rolling dunes of ice cream. Striations, yeah. Ice. In, I mean, instead of ice cream, why not Dippin' Dots? That's more sand like. When's the last Is time you guys though? had the food us? It's also not very not, not very sand like I would say personally. More sand like than just normal ice cream. No, no, that's because like it's not like you can see individual grains of sand when you look at a pile of sand. Question is, how long would it last? Not. Like, it would not last very long at all. Well, the thing is, you have to you have to remember the the, the ice cream on the surface obviously is going to melt very quickly. Mm-hmm. But it's a pretty big hill of ice cream. I guess also to be pedantic, technically a desert doesn't have to be hot. It just has to not have rain. Right. Let's not be that pedantic. Let's right, let fine. it's in the Sahara. We'll we replace the Sahara with ice cream. Okay. Cocoa it's going to melt pretty goddamn fast. <laughs> or but powdered sugar. Once you have that initial melt, you now have a liquid insulation layer. God, this is going to be so sticky. I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, why not just sugar? <laughs> Instead of sand, we have sugar. I mean, but sugar's not a dessert. It's a component or of dessert. Or cinnamon or something. What about, like, cookie dough? Is that better? Not really, huh? Ooh, no, cookie dough's way better. Is it? Okay. It's gonna bake. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> You're right. Ooh, it's very good. I mean, that's is a... it really... It's not gonna get that hot to bake the cookie, is it? I mean... It doesn't need to get that hot to bake a cookie, right? I mean, you cook them at like 300 degrees, don't you? You can bake cookies on like like the sidewalk in Texas. It might take a while, but it'll bake. I guess you don't need to cook it to eat it either. You also don't have to cook it all the way through. You can just scrape out the top cooked layer. Yeah. Okay. I like I like the cookie idea. This is way better. Oh, it's going to be... I can smell it. It's so good. Is it chocolate chip? Yes. Okay. I mean, that's that my original yeah. thought, but I think sugar cookies are more appropriate. Could it be like... Nope. What about like ginger snaps? Yeah, ginger or, uh, or not, not ginger snaps. Snickerdoodles. Called? That's what I was yeah, thinking. Yeah, snickerdoodles. That's what I was thinking of. 
how can you guys not imagine freshly baked chocolate chip cookies on a landscape scale and be like, that's the perfect thing? I mean, it's way better, but I just can't justify the chocolate. I don't... I like Snickerdoodles better than chocolate chip cookies. Well, that's just wrong. Snickerdoodles are delicious, but chocolate chip cookies are the, the classic. Yeah, we should get out of this question before you embarrass yourself any further, Chris. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Snickerdoodles. Oh, yeah, here's an appropriate one. What if no one could talk? <laughs> that, we very... very much did not talk about that question we just talked about ice cream and then cookies i mean those are deserts or sorry <laughs> those are desserts whatever it's fine they're both they're both <laughs> the answer is they would bake and it would be delicious it's not a surprise what if no one could talk if no one could talk we've now said the question five times so that now we have to answer it mm. i mean sign language would become very popular sign language would be quite popular yeah or does that count as talking handwriting um Oh, does that count as talking? What is the definition of talking? I think you have to use your voice. I think that's the definition, right? I mean, that's like speech. Okay, according according to, I mean, the dictionary that comes up when I Google a word on Google. You know what I mean? Um, talking is the act. Okay, well, the action of talking is not helpful. Speech or discussion. So, oh, but discussion. So what's the definition of speech? So if I put I put define talk into the thing, and according to the dictionary from Oxford Languages, verb to speak in order to give information or express ideas or feelings, converse or communicate by spoken words. Okay, so spoken. Also, the second definition, which could also be a hilarious interpretation, have formal dealings or discussions, negotiate. That's also pretty good, but we should probably go with the first one. So sign language is allowed. Writing is allowed writing is allowed so you probably do those two things i would guess is gonna be a pretty big component of this answer or you could do like morse yeah. code so where where does where does where does like talking like where, where does sign language break down what's when, when is sign language not super effective if you need to do something else with your hands when you're driving well, i don't really need to talk when i'm driving you can't typically yeah all drives are gonna be really awkward <laughs> yeah because you can't like write anything while you're driving either there has to be other places this breaks down to. Let's think about this. Like when it's dark. Mmm. That's a very compelling one. It was really hard to ask, hey, who turned out the lights? Okay, so if you like lose power, then you're all screwed. I guess anything where you, where you don't have like any long distance communication without video. Like Morse code's there, yeah. I guess texts, m- images are there. But if you can't look at them, like if you're busy, like flying a plane for something. Actually, flying a plane is interesting. That's a very good point because generally there's a lot of, you know, I would assume, I mean, obviously conversation with air traffic control, like when, I guess you stuff like autopilot and stuff though. I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad. I feel like you could translate all a lot of that into the buttons. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where you, you can get away with it. Like there's, this is a problem that some people have. So we've solved them in society in some ways, like with, with deafness and muteness we've we've had ways to get around not being able to talk to each other with new forms of communication so we just have to make those more widespread yeah clearly the biggest loss is that we would no longer have podcasts oh and that is just so i can't even imagine how sad would that be i know i'd have to like go back and it would be like the first 20 something years of my life before i realized podcasts were a thing (laughs) (laughs) you'd have morse code podcasts (laughs) oh god <laughs> so I listen to my Morse code podcast at 3x speed. <laughs> you can't cut out the, the pauses are kind of important this time. <laughs> yeah, the, 
those programs that cut out the silences in podcasts to make them go by faster. You cannot. It's do just it it's just one continuous beep. <laughs> well, that was that was thrilling. <laughs> Please listen to this as intended. Uh, well, we mined that one for everything in it, apparently. All right, we're 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 back in this mine because our next question is: What if we could only whisper? Oh, I think we did that on purpose. We definitely did. We do that a lot. We set ourselves up on purpose and then forget about it. Basically every single time. So this one, you can talk, but you have to be really close to them when you talk. Oh, I don't like that. I mean, you can whisper kind of loud. I'm imagining an auction, and it's very funny to me. <laughs> ben, can you can you give us your best whispering auctioneer? Oh, God, I can't even do a normal auctioneer. Hold on. Yeah, auctioneer is very <sighs> tough to do. So the problem is now I'm I'm like I'm like grinning a lot right now because it's very funny to me, and that's going to make this even harder to do. I need I need like like my like auction SMR here to go, to happen. I don't know if I can do that. Just give me just give me a going once, going twice, gone. That's all I want. Uh, shit, I I can't. I can't. <laughs> Have you forgotten how to whisper? <laughs> no, I I gave a very a very quiet like. Like auctioneer, uh, and that was just too much for me. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine it in my head, and it's funny enough without you actually doing it. <laughs> uh, three dollars, three dollars, three dollars. We have three dollars right now. Do we have any more? Uh, four dollars. So that's not even whispering. That, that's a whisper. You came. That's this not is a whisper right now. I think a whisper is you're not vibrating your voice box, right? Yeah. So you're saying you want me to do it like this? Yeah. Yeah. We have three dollars, three dollars, three dollars, three dollars to the man that had right here. Anymore, anymore? Oh, three dollars, three. Do I hear four? Do I hear four dollars, four dollars? Anyone? Four, four dollars, four dollars to the man in the bushy beard. I don't know. Four dollars, four dollars going once, four dollars going twice, four dollars sold to the man in the bushy beard. Who the guy in the bushy beard got it? Freaking money bags over there. Money bags in the bushy beard. Someone else actually tried to bid on it, but I couldn't hear them. It was very awkward. Um... You just happen to be the closest to you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very unfair. You got to get there real early. All right. <laughs> the next one we got here is, uh, what if pants disappeared? Hmm. I assume this is an overnight thing. I think it's funnier during the day. <laughs> <laughs> what if it wasn't just like all pants disappeared all at once like we typically do? But what if just pants every once in a while just disappear? I like that one a lot. Oh, There's like randomly? A, a, yeah, an ever-present yeah. threat that, not not frequently, but maybe... Let's say, like, what's the funniest time interval? Once every two weeks? No, on that's, average? Too, that's too... For, like, you personally? Yes, exactly. For, for an individual person, roughly once every two weeks, their pants disappear. I was going to say twice a year. Oh, see, but I like the idea that it happens frequently enough that you have to kind of always be prepared for it. I think I would still always be prepared for it if it happened every well, two no, years. No, but, like, okay, so so this happens to everyone, right? So if you live in a world where everyone twice a year their pants disappeared, you know, you're gonna go to work and you know you're gonna be at work and your pants are going to be like, oh, damn it, it happened. Go to your boss and be like, hey, pants gone, you got it, you're right. Like, and so you're gonna go home and get some more pants. But like, if it happens once every two weeks, that's not frequently enough that it's it's still annoying when it happens. But you like, you can't just it's when it's that infrequent, like one like twice a year. You always, you know, you don't have to be literally constantly ready for it, right? I like the idea that it's kind of an ever-present thing, but not constant. So you're saying if pants, if you knew that there was a chance your pants would disappear, you wouldn't keep a pair of pants at work? You would tell your boss that you have to go home? 
I mean, I wouldn't just like have a designated pair of pants in my car or whatever. That feels like a lot of work. If it's only twice a year, it could happen on a weekend. I don't know. There's like, you know, it's over preparation right there. Yeah, it's a pretty big inconvenience to go all the way back home just to get pants. Yeah, but it happens to everyone. I guess if I had a culture, if I had a culture at work of everyone keeping spare pants around, I probably would do it too. But like, if I don't, wouldn't, don't think it's that ridiculous. I think people just kind of like, oh yeah, my pants went away. I'll go home. I think your boss would be like, why weren't you prepared for this? You should have had a spare pair of pants. And then boom, right then his pants disappear. He doesn't have any pants on him. <laughs> caught him right in the ass. Wow. What fortuitous timing. It's so infrequent <laughs> that it happens that way. Egg on your face, Mr. Boss Man. <laughs> is, is there any time where pants are particularly important to have on? I mean, a lot of the time, generally. Not like, yeah, but like, like you know, like, ignoring the social stuff. Like, how, okay... Sort of maybe a related question. How does this change the way that we write our public indecency laws? Oh, there's going to be the person who's like, I'm on my way home to get pants. Right? I saw you here yesterday. Do the police have to like record when they catch you without pants? And if it happens more than, you know, whatever the interval is, like, you're like, dude, you got to like cut back. Well, I think the interval has to be random. So you have to like log it until it's a statistical impossibility. Mm, You're right. It's like, you've had five pantsings in this two-week period and three pantsings in this two-week period. So to go combined, the odds that you're not screwing with us are so low that you have to be a, you know, a... Right. Uh, a pants pervert. A pants pervert, yeah. A no-pants pervert. Well, I mean, you probably just stake out their house, right? Because if they leave their house without pants on. Obviously, their pants didn't disappear. They're at home. They can just grab a new pair of pants. What if they just, like, went into, like, a public restroom and, like, shoved their pants in the trash can and then left? I'm like, oh, man, my pants went away. Yeah, I guess they could do that. Is it a, is it a, is it, does it become a high school dating move? <laughs> For some reason, <laughs> the question I thought you were going to ask was, do they disappear all at once or do they fade away, like, when people get snapped in uh, Avengers? <laughs> How was anything I said led you to believe that was going to be the rest of my sentence? I just wanted you to ask that question because it was very funny. I did have that thought very early in this discussion, though. <laughs> it's like it's got to be comical pop. It's like boop, pop, pants are gone. What if you own a pants store and your supply keeps on disappearing? Oh, oh, that's interesting. Like you're going to do better off as a pants store, but also your supply is going to also disappear at a similar rate. Yeah, I guess yeah. People will be buying pants more often. Also, if, like, you can't keep any, like, you have to continuously restock because it's not like, you know, 10% disappears. It's going to be, like, the 10%, you know, the, the most recent 10% is going to be the one that disappears. Like, it's going to, it's going to like, cycle through the racks. Like, the, the, the racks are going to disappear, like, front to back at diff- slightly different intervals, but you're not going to be able to keep pants in the store. You're going to have to constantly keep on taking inventory of your supply because you don't know... Like, you you can track if someone buys the pants, but you can't track if it disappears unless you count it again. God, those logistics are a nightmare. They're really not great. Also, would you buy pants if they're going to disappear, like, in two weeks? That's what I was thinking, is that I feel like, I feel like expensive pants are going to take a big hit here, because yeah, maybe people just start, stop wearing pants. Maybe pants are going to be the sign of luxury. Like, it's a sign of wealth if you have pants at all. Like, oh, wow, I can afford to go and blow money every two weeks on pants. <laughs> Out of context, that's just an incredible, <laughs> just an incredible statement. We should really keep like write these down and have like a out of context, <laughs> like specific channel. Just like here's the thing we said this week. That's actually a pretty good idea. It's not bad. <laughs> um. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, I think I think I think having pants is going to be the new having a Rolex. I don't know. <laughs> How do you immediately identify rich people in today's day and age? Um, um, I don't know any rich people. Yeah, I'll neither. <laughs> God, we're so uncultured. Speaking of uncultured, what if a bird lived in your beard? Is it the guy with the bushy beard? I was just going to make that joke. <laughs> <laughs> and the pants? That rich fucker. <laughs> Wait, what, what did he buy? Uh, I never said, actually. Oh. They spent four on it. <laughs> it was $4 at auction, so it was either... I mean, it was. I have to imagine it was a good deal, but also was, no one wanted to It was a bundle of sticks to build for the bird in his beard. Yeah, exactly. To feed the, be- the bird. Um... What what do we do with this? I don't <laughs> have a lot of experience with beards, so I don't know exactly what it would be like to have a bird living in my beard. I cannot uh, grow a full beard. Uh, I can't really either, but I've certainly tried in quarantine. I, I imagine I, I also can't grow a beard, which is which really brings some valuable context to the question. But um, I can imagine it as if it's like in my hair mm. and just imagine it, it beard location instead. I can kind of envision that. Do you think the bird would keep on trying to eat your food before you can eat it i think it would learn pretty quickly that if you if it just waits enough is going to wind up down in the beard that it's going to be okay also i don't know if like a bird is going to be that interested in what i'm eating like some things yes but like i don't think a bird identifies a lot of the stuff i'm eating as food like it's not a pigeon you're munching on some saltines or something i don't know like eating some crusty bread it depends on what kind of bird i feel like seagulls will eat anything that's well, if you had a true. seagull in your beard, if, you, if a seagull is the bird in your beard, you have a whole different host of problems. <laughs> like it's got to be like a like a like a blue bird or some shit. Like yeah. little, little Tweety birds. Yeah. God, is it gonna not, never shut up? It's gonna just be like bird song the whole time. It'll be kind of nice sometimes, and then it would get annoying. Be like living in a Disney movie. Are there any benefits to having a bird in your beard? Conversation starter. That that is undeniable. Is it a good conversation though? <laughs> Um, free eggs. <laughs> so you're gonna eat these bluebird eggs? <laughs> I don't have to eat them; they're still free, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you just love the birds, if you just want to have a bird pet, like you, the bird could be chill. Like maybe the bird's cool. It's not. It's not better than just having a bird normally, though. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really see any benefit in having the bird in your beard. I think my bird would kind of had a bad time. Would kind of have a bad time because I start off as a side sleeper, but I, I like oftentimes end up on my stomach, mm. which would be bad for the bird. I think it's not great. I also frequently spill soup down down like my face when I'm eating soup. I'm really bad at eating soup, guys. I don't know why. Apparently, it's a skill I don't have. Uh, I feel like that would be kind of uncomfortable for the bird sometimes. Good thing you can't grow a full beard. So really, are is is the the bird is worse off than we are, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a lose-lose situation. Yes. What's the opposite of a... Uh... A win-win? It's a lose-lose. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite of a symbiotic relationship. Oh. Uh, asymbiotic? Antisymbiotic? I don't know. And symbiotic. But we're like... we're like, um, It's like that, you know, the, the bird that lives on a rhino's back or whatever and, like, eats bugs off of it. We're like, you know, the bird gets fed. And that's parasitic. No, because the rhino doesn't have bugs on its back anymore. Yes, that's symbiotic. We're both yes, the, sim- sorry, symbiotic is the right word. Yeah, but it'd be like that. But if for some reason, like the bird, um, like poked through the back of the rhino, and also like I don't know, 
hurt itself. So I don't have a good analogy. Anyway, <laughs> it's bad. We're just not helping anyone. Don't put birds in your beard. Definitely don't let them build a nest, even for the free eggs. What if trees were the only plant? So grass, I guess, counts as not. Yes, grass is the plant. <laughs> <laughs> but we already did that. We already did uh, what if there was no grass, right? Yeah. There'd have to be, in order to support the amount of, like, atmosphere we have now we need a lot of trees right well i guess trees provide a lot of that yeah i like, think they're like anyway. the main contributor to that well wait hold on yeah let's 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 ignore the let's not count sea algae or whatever the, oh, okay that was the next the, question the right word is for that's producing actually all the oxygen and the trees on land actually produce a lot of the land oxygen so i feel like not much changes <laughs> well the food chain is kind of fucked to start. Um, yeah, but there's food that grows off of trees. Some of it. <laughs> <laughs> it would definitely, obviously, any animal that lives in trees is highly favored evolutionarily. You know who's screwed? Cows are screwed. Yes. Can you milk giraffes? I don't know, Ben, can you? I mean, I don't know, but... I'm sure they produce milk. They would thrive in this situation, I assume. I'm trying to find the positives here, guys. Can you milk a giraffe? Can't wait to see what ads you're trying to give me for this Google search. I am using incognito mode. See, I'm going to search the other thing. Can a cow climb a tree? Apparently, apparently you can. Apparently there's a book called The Cow Who Climbed a Tree. <laughs> apparently the biggest problem is that it's very hard to milk giraffes, unsurprisingly. Yeah, I just I just like like the the conclusion here in this article where it's just like, shoot, where to go? Where to go? Uh, no. Yes, the biggest one of the biggest things preventing giraffe milk from becoming the next big superfood is that's nearly impossible to get your hands on giraffe milk. It's like that doesn't really say anything though. <laughs> like, you don't see a lot of giraffe milk around because it's hard to get. It's like yeah, okay, but why though? Apparently, according to the Metro, Google searches for can you milk a giraffe are on the rise. Why? Which is technically true. Google Trends shows that the phrase has hit a peak of 100 searches this month compared to the previous high of 81 searches in 2016. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, up, that's up like like 25%. Come on, that's great. Instead, however, this rise in traffic may have little to do with giraffe milk at all. Instead, it may stem from an old Skittles commercial featuring a Jamaican man milking a rainbow-eating giraffe for Skittles. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Well, the world is a wonderful place. I'm into giraffe land, though. I want all animals that are not helped by not having ground plants to be symbiotic and ride giraffes. I want, like, giraffes just be, like, covered in other animals getting using them to get up to the tree. This basically just, just does turn into our prior, I believe, lightning round question of what if all, all animals had giraffe necks. That's basically what's going to happen evolutionarily, right? Like, Or they learn to climb trees. Or, you know what, that one probably makes more sense now that I think about it a little bit more, huh? There are a lot more animals that climb trees right now than super long necks. You, you make a very compelling There's argument. There's only the one with the super long neck. <laughs> yep. So there you have it. Things would climb trees or have long necks. Man, that was maybe not the most thrilling conclusion, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We learned about Google, Google searching for giraffe milk. Yeah, we learned if you could do it. And you can. It's just difficult. What if the sun acted like a blacklight? No one would ever go to hotels. Is black is a blacklight? What kind of light is it? Is it UV? Black UV. 
So oh my god, Ben, <laughs> stop! <laughs> yeah, but UV light, which the sun has to emit already, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. So it's just more intense. And I think it would be just. Well, wait, what is like the? Because it's not just UV light that a black light is. I don't actually know. Man, we're Google not in this lightning round, huh? I've I've been Googling like every single question. Yeah. <laughs> UVA light. Oh, a black light produces UVA light as opposed to UVB light, which is more har- which is the harmful one that the sun sends out to you. Ah. Sounds familiar. I think I've looked this up before for a previous question. Okay, so it's different wavelengths of ultraviolet light. So it's not black as lights are one of them. The sun is a different one. It's not as dangerous as the sun UV, right? I think so, yeah. So we could replace the sunburning part of the sun with the revealing your shame stains part of the sun. (laughs) It's also very difficult to see in anything that's lit by just a black light. Yeah, it's very, very weird. But also there would still be light at the same time. Yeah. Or it would just be all black light. I'm imagining it that that the sun's light looks like when you go into like, you know, a laser tag arena, basically. That's kind of what yeah. I'm seeing. Like the bowling when they have the laser yeah, bowling laser thing. bowl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Could you imagine like, you know, way future archaeologists or alien race studying like the remains of human society and they like come across the laser tag arena and they're like, what is this place? <laughs> this is where they solved all their disputes. <laughs> I <laughs> want that like to be true. Be oh <laughs> man, that would be so great. It's this would be the time for it. We have a fifty on fifty Congress. <laughs> the teams are finally even. So do we actually know anything else about black lights? We don't know that much about black lights. So we, we don't. That's an answer. I mean, there's not a whole lot to them, huh? Things glow, including things you don't want to. It's about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a lot of. You just have to keep things clean because all the nest, all the, the the dirt, the stains, and the dirt, and all that that pop up on black lights are just going to be like so god dang obvious and maybe we get a little bit used to it eventually but you know it just it's not a good look what are the actual things that like do light up like what what properties do they have that light up it's things that are reflect like reflect light so like white clothing will okay i was gonna say does white clothing get more or less popular patterned clothings patterned white clothings get more popular that's what i was thinking too you know, black with, with white patterns on them. Yeah, it's very similar to what if everything was black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, kind of, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's black and white and glowy. Yeah, it's a cooler version. It's way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the world is Tron now. I guess that's the answer. I like Tron. Who doesn't? Next question. What if nothing got dirty? Black well, Light World is way more appealing. World. Hey, we got there. We made the joke. Same time. Double joked. All right. I don't know what this question means. Well, what if nothing got dirty? What if nothing got dirty? It's right there. So, like, what what happens to dirt? Well, just nothing gets it. Yeah. Does dirt exi- not exist? And like, No, dirt's still there. It doesn't get on your shit. Well, it has to be on something. It's on the ground. Yeah, it's dirt. The ground is dirty. No, the ground isn't dirty. The ground is dirt. A, a pile of dirt isn't dirty. It's dirt. Okay. What about, like, liquids and stuff? Well, they're not going to get dirty. They're liquid. Yeah, but, like, if you spill something, would you count that as dirty if you spill it? Hmm. Well, the word dirty is literally dirt E. I don't know how to interpret this now. Well, it's literally dirt Y. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you got me. You got me there. If you have, like, 
greasy fingers or something, and then you like touch something. Well, it doesn't get dirty. You're saying you don't get greasy fingers, right? Because the be grease dirty. just stays on your fingers. I don't know what happens to grease. <laughs> is it is it is it all? Is it surfaces don't just shed off particles? So everything that's part of a thing stays on that thing and doesn't transfer. Or things that are things that can get dirty don't let particles land on them. I wish you hadn't drawn so much attention to this, Chris, because now it's breaking my brain. Yeah, see? <laughs> see? Like, if you, if you... You're probably generating a bunch of trash, at, like, if you, like, throw away packaging and stuff, and then all the stuff in your trash you consider garbage, and that would be all dirty. But what happens in this situation? I think there's a difference... Hmm. If my, my apartment right now, I would say... Would I say my apartment's dirty or just a mess? I would probably say my apartment's a mess. Yeah. It's also dirty, but dirty is different. Dirty is the... <laughs> it's the, dirty and a mess. Yeah, it's both, but they're separate. But you don't... So you don't call your garbage dirty? My apartment could be not dirty and still a mess. Or like your clothes, I, your dirty laundry? Well, I wouldn't have any dirty laundry. That wouldn't be a problem. That would all be clean. It would be like applying that that anti water stuff to all your all your clothes, except and all your instead of being anti water, it's anti dirty. Okay, okay. So the the clothes make sense. It just dirt just rubs off it, runs off it. The clothes make sense, I guess. Yeah. I really wanted this to become your "What if you were always upside down, Chris?" But apparently, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I still can't get past the garbage thing, but I think I can get. I can ignore that part. Well, we defined what it means to be dirty, kind of. What if nothing got dirty? We can look up the definition of dirty. <laughs> I did that already. It's not that helpful. It says covered or marked with an unclean substance. Yeah, uh, an unclean substance, huh? Yeah. So, like, if you have food on a plate that you're eating and you don't eat all of it, is that plate dirty? Dirty dishes. Mm. Okay, here's what you do. You line the street with hundreds of clean t-shirts. And then you throw a bucket of dirt on top of that. And suddenly you've made a super collider. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! (laughs) And then you you throw, like, a board on top of the dirt, and then you just, like, ride that. (laughs) That's a new form of transportation. (laughs) (laughs) Going on that old dirt road. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm moving on. I can't can't think about this whiteboard. It's it's hurting my brain. All right. I I think this will be the last one I do for today. What if... You knew how to do everything. There's a thing you need to do. You know how to do it already. So how much time does that actually save you most of the time these days? Well, when does this start? Does this start like when you're a kid? Mm, I would assume so. Let's say it's you specifically like now. Okay, like right in this moment, I suddenly know everything. Know how to do everything. Mm -hmm. I'd like to make a point here. It doesn't say that you're able to do everything perfectly. It's just that you know how to do everything. You don't necessarily know how to execute doing that. Yeah. Or it doesn't save you from having to do the thing at the very, like, yeah, what role does it help you in, like, engineering, maybe? Like, I know how to design this thing and that thing. I'm me, so I was going to say cooking, but that's just because I always think about cooking. (laughs) I mean, it would enable you to, like, try a bunch of different career paths if you don't necessarily want to do your career anymore like a lot of people's lives are just focused on becoming an expert in one thing yeah and now you know everything so you don't have to do that 
That's a boringly practical answer, but fair enough. That actually is pretty true. Where do you, where do you guys think? What do you think you could make the most difference? Like, say, say you had to do everything. You realize, wow, I could just like be the best, you know, best doctor or the best scientist or the best politician or the best whatever, because I know how to do all the things. What where would you use that as your responsibility of this power holder? It has to be like I think like it has to be like pharmaceuticals or something, right? I mean, there is some like do we know things that like humankind hasn't discovered yet? It does say everything. So we could like cure cancer. Yeah. Yeah. That feels like a good start. But what are we doing Tuesday then? Space travel? See, space travel's a good one, because space travel is still a thrill because you can know everything how to do everything. But also, there's a good chance you still just get screwed and die yeah. in space. And that's classified as good. I mean, you're going to need to find your thrill somehow. You know how to do everything already, so. <laughs> and you already know how to handle your stress and your, you know, all that, so. <laughs> well, you should know how to make yourself stressed, too, if you want. Well, I already know that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, literally everything that you would want, you know how to do. So you would just be happy all the time. That is true. You might just find, like... You, you find the inner peace and you find your nirvana and you're just like, well, I know how to make my life the best that it can be. And you just do that. So do you just like cure cancer, go to the moon, create some new tech, and then just like retire as a monk? Play video games. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Yeah. I'll do that in a week. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. Become a monk. I like it. Oh, I thought I was, I was saying yes to the play video games thing. What do you think monks do? <laughs> Look at trees? No, they're playing video games. They just pretend they go outside. That's my theory anyway. But uh, before I wrap up, we still got to do our uh, Would You Rather question for the week. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Ben. Yes. Would you rather steal Dracula's cape or Batman's cape? Oh, so importantly. They don't want you to steal it. Yes, exactly. Who would care more? I feel like Dracula would care more. Yeah. I also feel like Dracula has his cape on a higher percentage of the time. This is true. You could like sneak into the Batcave while Bruce Wayne was at some sort of fancy gower or something and steal it pretty, you know, not, I'm not going to say steal it easily, but with a low risk of being punched in the face by Batman. Should we say that you have to steal it off of his back? Oh God. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Um, not yet, anyway, unless it becomes too lopsided. Because I imagine Batman has a bunch of different capes, not just the one. So he might not even care. Might not even notice. He's still my favorite cave. You just, like, break into the Batcave and just, like, crash, like, you know, break over display case, like, pull it out. And Batman's like, what the hell are you doing? And you're like, what? You have, like, ten. <laughs> Give me this one. And I do feel like Dracula does only have the one. And he's, like, always using it to conceal his face and stuff. He might have more. I mean, I, I imagine he's he's no he's like living in his castle. Yeah, like he's, all he's no, like a like nobleman, nobility like, wise. He has, yeah, he's got closets and shit. Like, I guess, yeah. He actually does. He like need the cave to block the sun. Is that a thing? No, it's just a helpful. You know, comes in handy sometimes. But he just needs it to act like grossed out at stuff, like <laughs> so he can hold it like up over his face when he when he's displeased by something. Do you think a bat cave or? Dracula's castle is better defended. I would guess the Bat Cave. Yeah, I think the Bat Cave would be more well defended. There's like cameras and technology. Stuff. Yeah, the castle is going to be like old medieval stuff. The security system is a big one because it's like, oh man, yeah, 
you're gonna, it's harder to sneak past a camera than it is to sneak through, yeah, a medieval castle. Like, you have a shot. But I do think if you get caught, Dracula is more dangerous. Yes. That's a very good point. But what if he admires your moxie and turns you into a vampire? What if you don't want that anyway? <laughs> well, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> or you can be part of your equation. This is a would you rather. If you want to be a vampire, you can make that a positive. Batman's cape is always, also has more functionality. Like, he can glide with it. That's true. So it's more useful to you. Dracula's cape is, is kind of just a collector's piece. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, his bat cape has utility. Also, I think... The thing is, I think Batman would be vengeful while Dracula wouldn't give a shit. I don't think Batman would be vengeful. You don't think Batman would be vengeful? Batman could be a little vengeful. <laughs> Not for stealing <laughs> your, his cape. I feel like if I if you slight Batman like a little bit, he's just like I mean he won't kill you. He has a rule that he can't kill you. He he can mess you up pretty bad though. <laughs> but Dracula does not have that rule. Alright, fair. You know that's okay. Point. Point awarded. I'm leaning I'm leaning towards Dra I'm leaning towards Dracula. I, I think the castle caper is a little bit easier. Caper? Eh. I don't really care about the, the bat cape uh utility. You don't want to glide places? I guess you could just buy a hand glider. Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, like, I also don't want to just, like, immediately get caught on camera and have the shit kicked out of me by Batman. Right, that's probably the big one, in my opinion, honestly. I think the failure state for Dracula has, like, a higher risk factor of what's going to happen. But I feel like even if you get away with the Batman caper, like, you still have to worry about Batman a little bit. Like, he's going to know. He's going to investigate. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. That's, like, literally what he does. Dracula tends to mind his own business unless you're, like, you know, a virgin maiden in a window or something i don't know that much about dracula but he, he tends to keep to himself I think. virgin maiden in a window this, like he swoops he, he becomes a bat and he flies up to the balcony and then he you know Dr dracula's not like porky pig with a pie on a window so like <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm just thinking of this like the balcony scenes in the castle of the of the women he's already lord slash kidnapped i don't know i have some i have some gaps in my dracula knowledge so i'm just gonna go for it fair i have equal gaps with my batman knowledge so it's really not a non-factor for me all right so it's time it's time to decide are you so yep. you're going you're going I'm going dracula what are you doing chris i'm gonna go batman i don't want to go all the way to transylvania probably i don't actually know is transylvania a real thing i think it is right um and it's far and remote i and think it actually is either way the if it isn't then the fictional version is far and very remote and batman lives in the city i'm a city person oh Christmas is real i think there is a high chance that i'll get caught in both situations and in batman's situation i live in dracula's situation i don't necessarily live so it's in central romania and it looks lovely honestly <laughs> it's far though and it's probably pretty remote but like look at this look how look how nice this looks look at that it's, it's loading just give it a second and then look at it um uh ho hold on i cannot see what you're looking at oh uh look at that it's really nice i'd go there i mean i was already picked dracula so I, i'm i'm yeah. sticking with it i'll take a vacation uh, i want to live even if i'm if, you, if he puts me in the hospital and like breaks my spine or whatever i still get to live hmm when you put it that way i'm still gonna go with dracula <laughs> <laughs> yeah because you're missing the upside too where well, Ben was saying before, Dracula admires your moxie. He turns you into a vampire, which it turns out not to be so bad. And then he gives you a cape because you're now his, like, young ward or, like, you know, his, he's now your Dracula dad. He's your dadula. But then everyone's trying to kill you. 
But with that, with, with that, <laughs> with that, would you rather complete time to self promotion part of the show? If you enjoyed listening to the show today and want to support us directly with your hard earned cash, instead of using that to go to Romania and visit Dracula's castle and steal his capes, um, you can do that at www.absurdhypotheticals. What am I even talking about? www.patreon.com slash absurd hypotheticals. That's the thing I'm trying to say. Click on the become a patron button. Just a dollar a month and you get access to our monthly behind the scenes episode where we talk about making the show, go off on nonsense tangents and have a cool hangout session there. Also, other ways to help support the show, leave a review, a review on wherever you listen to your podcast, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever. Super helps the show, helps with the exposure, helps get on the algorithms and helps when people check out the show, they see it and they're like, is it any good? Oh, it's only got like five reviews. Don't like it. We want that number to be higher and better so that's a great way to help and above and all it's just tell your friends if you enjoyed the show or you know use a fun fact from our show somewhere let them know where you heard it and uh point your uh your friends and family our way that would be great but that's all i got so you can go ahead and join us next week where we answer the following question what if all digital data disappeared overnight a lot of d's digital digital data digital data disappeared (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.